In the green room, the nine of us are quiet and focused. I munch on my protein bars in careful, state-dependent increments, thinking about go lights and timing. I am dreading the pre-taping rehearsal. Yesterday, I survived only through three gifts of fortune, a lucky final guess, Wes's incorrect response, and freakishly low wildcard scores. Today, I am again on my own. Even with my fever subsiding, I doubt that a mere Jedi buzzer trick can work against fellow champions. Perhaps at this level, everyone has fully integrated the Golites Borg-like into their central nervous systems. I will know very soon. The rehearsal begins. We're switched in and out quickly. I'm not called right away, so I watch from nearby, more carefully and alertly than ever. And to my surprise, I catch almost everyone at least peeking once or twice at the go-lights, trying the difficult feat of honing their timing on the day of play. This is akin to timing a 90-mile-per-hour fastball after only a few swings. I have no idea if they can or how. I certainly can't. But I find this all slightly encouraging. I have a chance. There is hope. Although one guy does not seem to need the practice, Dan Milia. Dan Milia, who has written, edited, and perhaps inadvertently eaten more books than I've ever read. Dan Milia, whose snoring has footnotes, whose sneezes are quoted in theses, whose belches are bagged and numbered by the Library of Congress. The Ivy League serial killer is loose, his buzzer is sharp, and his brain has big jaws. I have no natural defense. We return to the green room. Soon, Suzanne enters, calling names for the first of three semifinals. Some guy, Dan, I sit in one corner and try to hold very still. Maybe she won't call me if she doesn't see me. Don't say Bob, don't say Bob, don't say Bob. Some guy, whew.